This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. This is question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to Drinkwise. Matt Fair, email. Do you think Carlton's timing of their statement on Elijah Holland's pending drug charges was a classic taking out the trash? In the space of a few hours, Melbourne had to issue a statement on Joel Smith about his positive drug test. Then soon after that, Collingwood issued a statement about a video that was circulating. And then soon after that, Carlton quickly dropped the news that Hollands is facing drug charges in Queensland. Great timing from them. Matt, we discussed this on the main body of the of the sounding board. I have a different view on how it all unfolded publicly, but but it was, to your point, covered somewhat, wasn't it, by other matters going around at the time relating to uh, the same behaviours. Yeah, I thought uh, you covered this well on the main body. Not sure why I had to lead the questions with it, since we've already done it this week. But well, I just uh, like to represent. The, there's a lot of questions about it, Archie. Um, that was just one was, reflective one on it. It was. I don't think it was designed to be then because it was reactive rather than proactive. To Damo's point, but it was good trash areas. It was regardless. good trash areas. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the point yeah. I was trying to make. Simon Fenton email. I noted that Asada is now SIA Sports Integrity Australia. Do you think the rebrand is due to the poor way they were being received in previous drawn out investigations? Well, I think this is your domain. Yeah, Archie. no, Simon. I, I got a view on this. Like. The Asada don't have a lot to do each week. <laughs> they, they they take particular care in avoiding getting their hands too dirty. And there's a lot of re- internal reviews. I reckon the, the move from Asada to SIA took about seven years, 55 consultants, several different creative agencies, three board presentations. And how did you come up with Sports Integrity Australia? And in the end, they've landed on a brand that's just a little bit, you know, it speaks to our integrity. <laughs> uh, Geelong Lloyd via X. How long will it take Sport Integrity Australia to test Joel Smith's B sample? Yeah, well, I reckon there's, there'd be, put it this way, there's so many Joel Smiths in the world, there's more chance of another Joel Smith emerging than there is of this B sample getting back in a meaningful time. Paul Spain email with the mixed performances of Australia at the Cricket World Cup. Although at the time of uh, uh, reading this question out, we're a bit better now. Uh, and an underwhelming international summer ahead with Pakistan and the West Indies. Is this a big opportunity for the Big Bash to be the highlight of the summer? Also, Hachi, with your investment in New Zealand sport, do you think the Big Bash should have a team from across the Tasman? Most other Australian sports competitions include teams from across the ditch. Paul, g- glad you asked. I think the Big Bash will be better again. Looking forward to it. And absolutely New Zealand should have a team in the Big Bash. Tend to agree. Daniel on X, is the Adam Zampa Furor invented by News Corp, the 2023 Soundies Clubhouse leader for manufactured journalism? Daniel, I wish we'd discuss this in the, as Damo calls it, the main body of the sounding board because... What's the Furor? What's the... Well, well there was a... Sto- I can't believe we didn't get to this in the main body. So what? there was a story that a Furor has erupted over Adam Zampa not singing the national anthem, wasn't it? In the... I see the focus of that. And they read this story going... Oh. Can't believe he didn't sing, and he stood there stone faced, and all these. these I, I couldn't be bothered clicking on that. I didn't, I didn't know he was the focus. There of was that. actually they said a furor was erupted, but there was they couldn't point to any one person. Well, that's when you make up being angry. That's when you make up your own Twitter handles. That that's well, when you have burner accounts. Yeah, but there was you refer they, to John one two three four five six seven eight nine on Twitter. They didn't even have one of them. Oh, well, they normally do. <laughs> Let me find you the exact. Let story. me just make up one. I, I think it is. He's the, got no followers. Here was the hitting. Burn him at the stake. A furor erupts. A st- anthem storm erupts, right? Burn him at the stake. I'll try and get you the actual story while we talk. Australian star Adam Zampa and coach Andrew McDonald have once again been caught on camera not singing the national anthem. What? Heading the clash against Pakistan. Come on. 
the anthem furor has been hotly debated over in the wake of the voice recommend referendum when several uh, stars remained silent while the anthem was on. However, for the second time, Zampa was seen staying tight-lipped. That's a great uh, journalistic word. As Advance Australia Fair was played before the match, Zampa appeared to be the only member of the playing group not to sing the anthem. Uh, Here we are. One fan tweeted, doesn't Adam Zampa know the words national anthem shouldn't be playing for Australia? One fan. Another posted, Adam Zampa can F right off. Australian cricket should sack the bum. Another said, burn him at the stake. Apparently, however, the post appeared to be dripping with sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I didn't catch up with that, Daniel, but we need to put that somewhere in the Sandies this year. Brad Patterson, email, with the Spring Carnival in full swing, who would you target to be the ultimate ambassador to bring attention to the races? I'd bring out Dave Portney of Barstool Sports as he has huge reach in the US to a targeted gambling market. Thoughts? Well, Brad, there's zero chance Victorian Racing would bring Dave Dave out because he's not going to fit woke Victoria, that's for sure. And <laughs> but however, I can see it, I can see it working in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Fenton email at Trade Week. What role does a player's manager have with the clubs? Some of the trades seem to only come together if the player's management speaks to all concerned parties. Is this frequently the case, or? more when you have clubs throwing toys out of the cot and not speaking to other clubs. Someone raises a really good point here, Hutchie. Without the management of the players getting involved, these trades don't get done. And I think conversely to that, there's, I, I think there's a lot of questions that are put to the managers and they just say, no, nah, we're not doing it. That doesn't even get translated down to the players. I'm not going to say every time, yep. but on sometimes. So yeah, the, the managers are the most important part of this. I don't, I don't know how we've got a system where that's the case. They're important circuit breakers is what they are. Outside of being good for the media, is the trade period too long? That's from E-Wing Fire That's from Pilot. Sam McClure. That's from Sam McClure. We didn't get to that. We, didn't, we, we might still get to that next week. It possibly is, isn't it? Only, only deals, deals only get done when the deadline looms. The, the trade period is actually only, well, trade radio is 13 days. Yeah. The trade period is only eight, eight. of those 13 days. Eight or nine. 13 days. So that's yeah. eight days. That's enough. I think it's about right. It's probably about right. It was longer previously to this. This is David Jay on Facebook. What's going on with James Brayshaw? Usually he goes on holiday immediately after the grand final and there's a roasting, sorry, a rotating cast with Billy on the rush hour, but he's hung around this year. Is the wedding more expensive than anticipated? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know whether I'm giving up too many trade secrets here, uh, David Jay, but I don't think there's a a lot left in the rush hour for Jim coming up. I think, what are we now? October... 23, 4. Another couple of weeks, I think. Yep. Yep. He actually does work really hard, Archie. I know you joke about it, but he does cricket as well as football. James? Yes. Yeah, no, he's got a very busy... Um, no, he actually is busy. Very busy schedule for James. Jay on X. You've previously discussed people tweeting that they are leaving Twitter, X. However, we've had it taken a step further this week. Richard Hines not only announced it, but gave a 12-hour warning with further tweets referencing how many minutes to go. Thoughts on this new phenomenon? <laughs> I didn't see. I saw. I did see the initial one from Richard Hines. He's he actually had one of those ones. He left the room. He left the room. Yep. All I know, Jay, and I'm not talking about Richard here. I'll take Richard out of it. People don't ever leave. They may stop actually tweeting themselves, but they still are aware of what's going on. And they, a lot of the times they come back. Another account. Yeah, another account. Yeah, another account. Or or just, I'm going to give this another go. Last one, Damo. Last one. Last question. Which one do you want? Take your pick. James Sims on Facebook. Chicken sold or plain sold on chips? Really hard hitting question. Uh, Plain salt for me, James. Massive on the plain salt.
Uh, both. <laughs> okay. That was question time for the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing the drink, choose the Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.